walking over. I'm going to do the weird whisper talk thing. I'm getting out of any kind of child taking care of, you know, parenting, right? Another way to say that, parenting, child taking care of. Ooh, man, it's going to be a rough one. It's going to be a real rough one. I don't know where to start. I feel like I haven't done a show in like, well, a really long fucking time since January. And it's totally like February 5th and stuff. So sorry. Totally sorry. Ah, uh, man. Okay, so let's just start with a mailman happening because work stories are oh so much fun when you're a mailman in Winnipeg. It's the best. Absolute best. It seems to me every time... Okay, we have a thing at work called forced overtime where they force you to do overtime. And yeah, they pay you, you know, time and a half and everything, but it sucks because it's never fun. It's never a good time to do an extra two hours on top of your own job. It's not. It's just not fun. So I take a part of this lady's route out and it seems to me that every fucking time I'm on her route, I run into the same guy. So now here we are, I'm, I'm going down a back lane and this back lane is specifically a one way going the way of course that I'm driving. So I going really slowly cause it's a back lane and I know people are stupid. So I'm anticipating another car coming at me, even though it's a one way going in the opposite direction and, uh, or sorry, going in the direction I'm going. And sure enough, I turn the corner and there's a rather rough looking gentleman. He's approximately 40, 45 or 72. I don't know, really. He's a man. I have no really way of judging. I didn't see his ears. His really weird long ears would have told me if he was old or not. And he's got a toque, scruffy beard. He's on a bike in the dead of winter, which tells me, you know what? He's succeeding at life. He's, he's winning at life. Like if you had to judge by his appearance and his, uh, bicycle in the dead of winter and his raggedy backpack, you'd say, yeah, he won. He won the lottery of life. And he looks in my eyes and he does the, um, throw your hands up in the air. Like what the hell are you doing? Uh, motion. Cause he stopped his bike. And maybe it's perhaps that he's driving into oncoming traffic the wrong way on a one way. And he assumes it's my fault, which I mean, who wouldn't, right? If you're, if you're going to die in 20 years and you're on a bike in the dead of winter in shitty Winnipeg, Manitoba, why wouldn't you assume it was someone else's fault? So he's giving me the face and I was like, oh God, because I know what's coming. I know what's coming. I pull up, I park, I have to go to a business and deliver and he turns around and he's riding towards my truck now. And he starts yelling at me. Hey, did you hit me with your truck two years ago and knock me off my bike and then keep fucking driving? Was that you? And I'm like, okay. Like, cause I've seen this guy. I know I have. I've seen him at least three other times. And every other fucking time, guess what he says to me? Hey. Did you hit me with your truck two years ago? Knock me off my bike and keep going? Like what? Okay. I understand there's something obviously wrong with him. Like he's, something has gone awry. Either in the womb. I don't know. Maybe he was pickled. I don't know what the fuck happened to this guy. But every single time. And like what am I supposed to say? You know what I'd love to say? I'd love to go right up to his face. Go nose to nose with this guy and be like. Yeah, I hit you. And I fucking loved it. That's what I'd love to do. But I can't. So I just turned around and I looked at him. 
And I said, you know, we've had this conversation three other times, right? You know that you've said that to me three other times? No, no, he doesn't know that we've had this conversation three other times. He doesn't. Because it's like, he must be like a fish. Like, do you think every day, like Memento, you know, like every day he's got to relearn his whole life and the one memory that has attached itself to his brain is that a woman, or I don't know, maybe maybe a fat man, really, we do look alike, if you're, if you're keeping score, uh, hit him with the mailman truck. That's the only thing that he remembers every single day when he gets up. That's all he's got. That's all he's got. Like, I didn't, I didn't hit you with a corporate truck in public and then drive away like a fucking lunatic. That didn't happen. It didn't happen. Anyway, I don't know. I look forward to seeing him again. Apparently he just rides around the same fucking neighborhood looking for the fat male lady. And you know, it's kind of scary to get, have someone that aggressively yell at you. Like he was a far enough away distance that, well, I couldn't, I couldn't outrun him. No, but I mean, if he charged me, it would have been well, I would have gotten time off, I guess. Maybe a new face, that would have been kind of nice. But it's kind of scary to be like a woman, even a fat, ugly woman, because it's like, it's menacing. He was like scary, you know? And every time I see him, it's like, it puts me off. It's like, oh, fuck, okay, crazy. Because if it comes down to it, if he does charge me, I, not much I can do. Not much, not much I can do. I just, sometimes I just wish I was like 6'2", 300 fucking pounds and I could get out of the car and approach him aggressively and just tower over him and say, what? I hit you with what now? Did I? Huh? Can you hear my kids screaming? Fuck. I'm so sorry. My in-laws are here. There's nowhere else for me to hide. I've closed the door. Very, very thin walls. Very thin walls. All right. I'm done with the bike story. It's just like, fuck, you know, I just love to drop an elbow on his stupid fucking face. Like it's not my fault. It's not my fault. His life isn't my fault. I'm sorry that he's unhappy. I'm sorry the one fucking thing he can remember has to do with me. Like, I don't know, is he doing this to every mailman? Or does he just seriously remember my face and think that I killed him or tried to kill him? Who knows? People are weird. Um, so in my quote-unquote studio, otherwise known as the office with the scrapbooking supplies and the photos and the glitter and no scrapbooks, okay, in this room... It's also kind of like a laundry room. There's a hamper. And the reason that there's a hamper in here is because um, due to my mutant BO, I'm not allowed to keep my dirty clothes uh, in, the, in the closet in the master bedroom because Sarah said it makes her clothes smell. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I just want you to know that every once in a while I feel a little bit sensitive. And, uh, she's right. There's no, there's no if, ands, or buts there. She's 110% right. But I mean, still kind of sucks. I'm just like quarantined really. Okay. Let's move along. Okay. Let's not get, <laughs> get stuck on BO. Right. Am I right? I'm right. Okay. Last next subject, next subject. I just like to, t to send out a personal fuck you to Dr. Oz on account of how, um, okay. Let's talk about Dr. Oz for a second. He represents to me Kind of, he seems to me to be like an elven king. Like, that's what he looks like to me. He looks like a king of the elves. Like, he, he's like 85 years old. Like, do you think he's had plastic surgery? I just imagine him, like, slitting the throats of babies and rubbing the blood all over his face to keep him young. That's what I think he really does at night. I do. I, I think he's just pasty and mean and do, would do anything to be young forever. That's who he is. 
and uh, I saw a little snippet of his show and he talked about cabbage steaks. What's that, you say? Well, you cut a cabbage, inch pieces, oil them up, salt and pepper, oven. And I thought, I like cabbage. You know, I'm a peasant at heart. I enjoy cabbage. And I did that. And all it really did was burn the cabbage, make the whole house smell like cabbage, and then it didn't taste very good. And now I have to eat a whole head of cabbage by myself, which will eventually lead to farts. And you know how sensitive Sarah is to smell. Which I don't get why she's with me in the first place, if I'm so fucking disgusting. You know? Yeah. 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 And, um, so fuck you, Dr. Oz. Those cabbage quote-unquote steaks were fucking disgusting. Okay? Yeah. Fucking disgusting. So I've heard new research on, um, what may or may not cause allergies, because everything's really up in the air, and they're speculating about all these different reasons that kids are developing allergies in this new, wonderful, sanitary age. And one of the things is that um, antibiotics, I was on antibiotics like every other day when I was pregnant, seemed like, and right at the end too, they pumped them through the IV when I was going in for a C-section. And that's one thing. And the other thing is like kids that have a C-section birth, they don't get to go through the vaginal canal. And when they do go through the vaginal canal, you know, when they're born the proper way, they get exposed to the bacteria in the vagina, they kind of ingest it, it kickstarts their immune system, and hopefully that helps a kid you know, because basically having an allergy is your immune system being like, Mm-mm. no, 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 no. And the, the body's defense is to shut down. <laughs> it's like, hey, let's break out in hives. Let's close up our throat. Great. Swell up that tongue. Wonderful. Good move. That'll fix it. Stupid. So I thought to myself, man, if my kid went through my vaginal canal, there's enough bacteria in there. Really? Fuck, my kid would have been like superhuman. He would have ingested all of those germs and just been... A fucking superhero. If only he didn't have a monstrously huge head. Oh, hey, I actually have a clip from him. Do you want to hear it? It's really funny. Everyone loves to hear kids talk when they can't understand a fucking word they're saying. Isn't it great listening to other people's kids? You know what I fucking hate is when people put their kids on the phone with me. Yeah, I... No. What? Can we just as a people stop doing that? The only people that want to talk to your kids are their grandparents. That's it. Your friends don't want to talk to your kids. Eh, you can stop that. Little word of advice there for the BO master. Hold on. So, Malcolm, what happened at daycare today? I pooped on the floor. Abel did what? Pooped on the floor. Grandma wasn't happy. N- Grandma wasn't happy? No, well, she, has to do, she has to go to the bathroom. And Abel pooped on the floor? Yeah. What did you think about that? That's mine. This is mine. Hey, those are my pens. No, mine. I'm going to hide your pens. You're going to hide my pens. That's right. Some kid at daycare (laughs) pooped on the floor. Because I'll be like, Malcolm, how was your day today? What did you do? What happened? Oh, Mama, Abel pooped on the floor. And I was like, oh, what happened? Oh, I'll call the daycare lady, like, Janice. Janice had to clean it up. Oh, yeah. But in his story, it's like grandma was there. What the fuck is grandma doing it? Ugh, anyway. That's why you can never believe what a kid says ever. Because it's half bullshit. But I gotta tell you, I think I've seen this able kid. He looks like a pooper. He looks like he'd poop on the floor. I don't know how people work in daycares. I really don't. I don't, I don't even, some days I don't even want to take care of my own kid. And the idea of taking care of eight kids that aren't even mine. God bless you all. God bless you all. Okay, I suck. Let's listen to somebody more better than me. Um, I think I'll go with Tails. Hang on. 
Hey everybody, it's Tails. Just a quick update here. Uh, life is going pretty fucking good, I have to say. Uh, me and the wife, we're planning to move to BC, so we're saving up some money. We're going to move to hopefully New Westminster or somewhere in the greater Vancouver area. Um, lots of things at work have been going really fucking good. I was uh, I was at work the other day and I kind of jokingly said to my boss that, you know, when I moved to BC, he should let me open up a piece of heaven out there. And surprisingly, he did not respond with sarcasm. He didn't laugh at me. He just said, you know, it's not that far-fetched. So we've kind of been talking a little bit, and I'm hoping in the next couple of years I'll be able to um, open up my own restaurant. And, uh, yeah, I'll have 20% of the profit, and that's pretty awesome, I think. It's very exciting. Very, very exciting. Um, what else? Uh, my boss loves me, I guess. That's a, that's a really good thing. I'm going to go house-sit for him and watch his doggies. He's got a big German Shepherd and a little Pomeranian, so we get to <laughs> stay in his house and watch his TV and eat his food and play with the dogs for a week, so that'll be awesome. Oh, yeah, and he's paying me 150 bucks because... I'm great like that. Uh, what else? What else? What else? I'm actually very disappointed that I don't have my license because he was even going to leave me his brand new fucking giant ass beast, sexy beast of a truck to borrow while he was gone for the week. But unfortunately, I still need to go do my road test, which I'm hoping to do this summer. Hopefully. Hopefully. So, uh, yeah, things are looking bright. Things are looking up. Well, I definitely have to say that I'm happy that I left my burger job for this. Uh, it's really nice to be appreciated and trusted and, uh, you know, all this stuff. So, uh, life is good. I'm so excited. He's uh he's planning on moving out from his house in about six months. So, he said that he would rent it to me um, for cheap, too, if me and the wife liked it. So, that'd be pretty fucking cool. Love living in a house. It's great. Um, yeah, so that's life. I might be opening up a restaurant. I'm moving to BC. I might be moving into a house soon. So things are great. How are things for you? How are you guys enjoying this uh, winter, I guess? I don't know if I can call it winter. I think winter's broken. Does anybody know who to call for that? Because I, I don't know. I don't think it's called Ghostbusters for that. I think that's not their jurisdiction. But uh, yeah. Um, that's about it. I'm pretty boring this week. I was there. Anyways, take it easy, guys. Kept this nice, short, sweet, simple. See ya. Thanks, Tails. Um, I just had a quick question. Like, I would never, um, let my employee stay in my house, so, uh, you guys must have a really good relationship, or he's just a really nice person. My question to you is this, and it's always my question to everyone. Are you going to be looking for sex toys? Yes or no? Are you going to be snooping? Yes or no? Because I got to tell you, once you see something, you can't unsee it. And Sarah's actually missing a size medium purple butt plug that she won at a bingo, a sexy bingo quite a few years ago. So if you happen to come across one in his end table or perhaps in the attic hatch or 
in a, I've also had the suggestion of hiding paraphernalia in a toothpaste box. So could you just check all those areas just for me personally, because we're missing a size medium purple butt plug. Not that I'm really going to use it, not that there's anything wrong with that, but just because I'd like to know where it actually ended up. Because she went on this sexy, sexy time bingo thing without me, won a size medium purple butt plug, and it disappeared and no one was copying to where it had gone. So just keep an eye out for that. Um, great. How Winter's broken. Thank you, Jesus. Because last winter, man, I... Last winter just about fucking broke me. It was just cold. The city didn't fucking clean the sidewalks. People don't shovel ever. And uh, I'm just really glad. This has just been such a breeze. I can't believe it's already the middle of February and I'm not even going crazy. And the week after next, we're going on vacation. Uh, Sarah's parents were kind enough to let us have some of their air mile points and they're shipping us off to Victoria. Uh, Electric Gary went there once. It's not too far from Seattle, I don't think, actually. Oh, no, he's not even from Seattle. He's from somewhere in Oregon. Corvallis, Corvallis. Why does it matter? doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Okay? And, okay, so the other thing you mentioned was uh, Ghostbusters, and I know that doesn't really have anything to do with what you were talking about. However, I'm really excited about the all-female cast of Ghostbusters. And, uh, hang on, I'll look up who it is so you know. Okay, so it's Melissa McCarthy, Kate McKinnon, Leslie Jones, token black girl, and Kristen Wiig which are all my favorite people, except for the black lady. I don't know who the fuck she is. But Kay McKenna does a really good uh, Justin Bieber impression on SNL. That's just wonderful. Oh, oh my God. Okay, my friend Courtney posted on my Facebook uh, profile. Jimmy Fallon did a reunion show with Saved by the Bell. Like, all the cast was there. Slater. Um, oh, God. What's the... Zach, duh, stupid... Kelly and Jesse. So uh, Screech, Screech was not there um, on account of how Screech is crazy and he knifed a guy at Christmas. So he's not, he wasn't welcome. He wasn't welcome. And apparently uh, Lisa, the black girl, is two shades of crazy. I think she's fucking cuckoo bananas. So she also wasn't invited. But look up Jimmy Fallon, Saved by the Bell reunion. It was hilarious. I hurt myself. It, it just this feeling of joy washed over me. I think it may have been the best moment in my life. I think it eclipses all of the other moments in my life. Just please save by the Bell Jimmy Fallon reunion. It was just like, forget the birth of your children. Forget every other thing that's happened in your life. That was, that was everything. Okay. Let's hear from Gary. Hey, Sanders Electric Gary. Just finished uh, your last show about the B.O. in the house and the uh, the blast from the past of the blast of urine all over the Holy Bible. I just, I love that story. And especially love the part that Sarah cannot not call it the Holy Bible. Uh, hey, um, so, been a while since I checked in. Uh, let's see. There's a couple of podcasts I've been listening to uh, that have been really good. The Dead Authors podcast with uh, Paul F. Tompkins as the time-traveling H.G. Wells bringing dead authors from the past uh, for our entertainment and perusal. Uh, very, very funny stuff and uh, some fantastic talent of people I'd never even heard of in the basic pod podcast comedy scene and some that I had. James Adomian does some amazing things, but it doesn't sound like it would be that great, but it is really, really good. So check that one out. 
And uh, oh, and cereal. You had listened. You had mentioned uh, on Facebook about uh, that you'd listen to cereal, and I got all the way through that too. I don't know what your thoughts are, but I think he did it. Just doesn't seem to be too interested in his own uh, own innocence, and uh, I think I would be had I not done it. Uh, and tried out another uh, couple. There was uh, one. Uh, this American Life, I've always listened to. The, the, the gal had a great uh, pedof Jewish pedophile joke. She said, uh, uh, what did the Jewish pedophiles say to the kids about, about candy? Say, you, you kids need to lay off that candy. I don't, I don't know. I didn't do it justice at all. Um, but kind of gave me a little giggle. Uh, speaking of giggle, uh, I don't know if you saw on Facebook, but uh, did a little project with Mrs. Electric. She needed a, uh, a test dummy for her... Uh, class she teaches x-ray at the local community college and she wanted to have a way to have so that the uh, students could give uh, uh, dummy enemas and well you can't make an enema dummy without a realistic ass so she did a plaster cast of my ass and it came out pretty good i gotta say i never saw it before because it was back there so fun stuff there uh and you also mentioned how podcasting brings together the community and as such dr mike's gonna come visit me uh, his kid is looking at Oregon State University here in Corvallis, where I live, and uh, they're going to come on up for check out the college. So we're going to get together, have a beer, and uh, have a good time. So we're looking forward to that. I'll call that a uh, segment, and that's Electric Gary. Oh, yeah. Electric Gary. Oh, yeah. Okay, I took some notes here. So, Serial. The Serial podcast, you should really listen to it, otherwise this is going to make no sense. There's a young man in Maryland who's accused or is in jail convicted of killing his girlfriend and stuffing her in her car and then burying her in a shallow grave. So he's been in jail for 15 years. He's about my age. I think he's 35 or 36 and he's been in there the whole time. And this investigative reporter, Sarah Koenig, um, has taken up his cause and he, she researched it. She interviewed a bunch of people. She examined all the evidence. She got uh, a bunch of student lawyers the, they're involved with the Innocence Project to take a look at his case, and he's coming up for an appeal, and she just went through everything with a fine-toothed comb. Did he do it? These are the reasons why I think he didn't do it. These things do not look good for him, and all that stuff. So he is in jail. He was convicted, but um, Gary thinks he's guilty. And I don't know. I just, I waffle so much on this because some things are just like, like, for example, okay, if somebody called you up and said, hey, your recently ex-girlfriend is missing, don't you think you would remember where you were that day? They called her the night she didn't come home. Why doesn't he, he doesn't remember where he was or what he was doing and what times he was doing those things. If somebody called me, because like, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure this shit out, right? You're the recent ex-boyfriend you are suspect number one. Of course you would know what you were doing. Of course you would know where you went. Did you go to track practice that day? Did you skip school? Did you go to the mall? Why did you lend this uh, criminal element young black man your car and cell phone? Just seems weird. It seems fishy. So if you ask me if I think he did it, man, I just want to say no, I don't think he did it because I don't want him to be guilty He's just so charismatic. You just kind of get sucked in. But maybe maybe he's such a huge sociopath that that's how he's going to get out of it. But if you look at the evidence, I don't know. There's holes. It's not beyond a shadow of a doubt 
to me. But I am a waffler and I'm a sucker. I'm just a fucking total sucker. So I don't know. I don't know. I still even don't, I still don't even know. Do I think he did it? Probably. I think he probably did it. But there's that 25% of me that looks at all the gaping holes and thinks, well, you know, I mean, I'm a very unlucky person. A lot of unfortunate things have happened to me because if something can go wrong, it will, right? It will. For example, here's a good $450 for example. Um, I have to go back to work and do some things late in the day. So Sarah's parents had come over and they park on the driveway and that's fine because they assume that I'm home. I wasn't home. So I parked in the visitor parking lot and it was snowing a lot that day and I was just about falling asleep. And then I'm like, oh, fuck, I've got to go move my fucking car because I parked in the visitor parking lot and they'll tow you if you're there after three. <sighs> so I was so mad. I went downstairs. I'm like, Sarah, can you just fucking tell your parents that I'm not home and that they can park in the visitor parking or they can just park on one side of the driveway instead of parking in the middle. Like, could you just, could you just fucking do that? I'm not mad at my in-laws. I'm irritated with her because she should know to say that because they don't know. They're, you know, really nice people. And uh, so I get up and I give her shit and then I stomp downstairs and I really stomp. I am heavy. I stomp down those stairs, put my shoes on, snivel all the way to the car, start it, brush off the snow, you know, minimal is the, the least amount of snow I could possibly brush off get into it, jump the curb. And I'm like, fucking son of a fucking bitch. And then I pull into my car. I don't think into my driveway, into my garage. I don't think anything of it. The next day I come down and the wiper fluids light is on. And I was like, okay, that's weird. I just got an oil change and they just topped it up. Whatever. Go about my day, blah, blah, blah. Buy more wiper fluid, put it in the tank, splooch. It just leaks out the, the instant it hits. So it's like a huge gaping hole. It's gotta be in the bottom of it. And I was like, fuck. And you know what? I don't have an electric Gary here. Because if electric Gary lived here, it would be so easy. It'd be like, hey, Gary, you want to drink some beers and fix my car? And he'd be like, sure. I'll pretend to like you for beer. And that's really all I'm asking for. So now I called and the parts like 360 plus tax because it's not just the reservoir. There's like a pump in it. And I have a friend that'll do it. Like he won't do it for free because he's not an animal. But he has a side business where he does shit like that. And I'm just like, fuck, you know, like... I'm just sick of these like four or $500 life lessons because I just, it's just exhausting. Like my computer was really expensive and now this has happened and it's just like unnecessary accidental things that make me want to fucking bash my head into a wall because it feels like we're just going to be broke forever. And I'm sure that's just the problem everyone has. I don't know. Am I even middle class? I guess I'm above the poverty line. So I'll, I'll take that and call myself middle class. It's just like never fucking ending. And my kid's not even expensive yet. What am I going to do when he's fucking expensive and wants $200 pairs of jeans? And the condoms he's going to go through? Jeez. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. I don't even know what that means. I don't even know what that means. So cereal, did I think you did it? Eh. Yeah, 75%. Doctor might come in to visit you. Oh, that makes me so happy. Could you, Gary, like, I know this is kind of like a weird question, but could you just run your fingers through his lush, thick head of hair? Just, just like comb your fingers through it for me? Would you, is that weird? Like, don't even say anything. I just want you to... Just sit in front of him and I want you to cup his face in your hands and look deep into those gorgeous eyes and just keep eye contact and just reach your hands up and just rake them through that gorgeous, sensuous, thick, silky head of hair. Could you do that for me? Thanks. That's what friends are for. That's what podcasting friends are for. Okay, we got Dr. Mike. Um, 
I love the podcast you suggested. I listened to a couple of the um, dead authors ones. And although I'm kind of dumb and I don't really know who the authors are because I'm dumb, um, I enjoyed it. They make it funny. It's it's it, That show goes by really quick and I really like it. And uh, your butt cast. I did, you know, I saw that picture of your butt cast on, on the internet, you know, on the Facebooks. And I gotta tell you, you got a mean ass, okay? I don't, I don't want you to, I want you to take this in a bro way and not a, not a sexual way. I just think, yeah, 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 you got a mean ass, okay? You got a round, perky little ass for a white guy. If you don't mind me saying, I hope that's not overstepping our podcast bounds here. I think we have a very professional relationship. You've heard my pap smear, so I feel like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, yeah, I, I have every right to say that, actually. Actually, I should send you money for having to listen to that. Sorry, Electric. Okay. I found another podcast that I really wanted to like, but I fucking hate, so I'm going to tell you about it. Um, remember I told you about the uh, Netflix movie Women Aren't Funny, when in fact I feel that they are funny? And another thing they talked about on that movie that I forgot to mention that day was that the women that are funny never get on TV because they're ugly. So it's kind of a vicious cycle. So the pretty women that aren't that funny get on TV and people don't think that women aren't funny, but these are models that kind of have a sense of humor. So they get on TV, but the ugly people like me and, well, Fortune Feimster's on TV. She's kind of hideous. And I don't really think she's that funny either. I heard her on uh, Polly Shore's podcast, Interested, Interesting, something like that. And she was just like, it's like, what are you, you're a comedian? You're not even, I just don't get it. Like, it's like, it's like some of these comedians are really, really good on stage. And then you get them on a podcast and they're fucking terrible. Like, they just don't have a funny bone. Some some comedians are have very funny bones, actually. They have a very strong bone there. And some are just all stage. They just can't. They don't translate well into conversation, you know? Because, you know, I am a professional, and I translate quite well, actually. Yeah, I do a great job. Anyway, so I looked up this Bonnie McFarland. She has a podcast she does with her husband called My Wife Hates Me. And I just can't. I tried. I just can't. Like, he went on for, like, 15 minutes about some guy who had, like, eight followers on Twitter um he did the the guy that had the eight followers did a review of their movie on his lame podcast because yeah everyone has a podcast and uh Richard Voss I think is his name Bonnie McFarland's husband he should be known as that trust me he should he doesn't oh Jesus and he went on and on and on about it and he's like well so what he's just gonna go ahead and do that on his podcast it's like yeah he's like well what makes these fucking people think that they can have a podcast it's like look the medium was for nobodies initially. It wasn't for celebrities and comedians and everyone to have a fucking podcast. It was just for nobodies. Initially, if you were to scan through iTunes, it'd be idiots like me, but worse. But, you know, mostly better. It'd be like three guys. It'd be three guys talking about their wives and jerking off and weird shit. As opposed to me who talks about B.O. and kids pooping on floors. I mean, this is quality entertainment. Do you know what I mean? So he got so offended that this nobody could have a podcast, but it's like, oh my fucking God, that's what, that's what this was based on is nobody's. It's just us idiots. And then comedians caught on to the fact that it could be profitable. So yeah, that's how the world works there, Rich. Anyone can do it. That's the beauty part of it. Any idiot with a, with a microphone and a computer can put anything they want out there. That's the beauty and the misery of the whole fucking thing. It's yeah, it can be terrible and it can be great. I kind of like the shows with nobodies. Although lately I've been listening to a lot of somebodies. Gotta tell ya. <sighs> okay, I kind of want to talk about my 600 pound life, but I kind of feel like I'm not really doing a very good job of this today. To be totally honest with you, I don't feel... Sometimes I walk out of this room and I'm like, eh, 
ooh, uh, you know what I mean? And sometimes I'm like, yeah, okay, that wasn't so bad. But this show just feels like a eh, show. So I should just stop. Just stop. Just, just stop. I'm kind of sick. My in-laws are downstairs. I can't scream. I'm low energy. I haven't masturbated in I don't know how long. You know, these are all, these are all problems. And here's how I've decided to end uh, conversations I'm not really interested in at work. Like I've heard of people saying things like, what's the bottom line? And then, you know, like, shut the fuck up and tell me the point. And another thing is brass tacks. Like, let's get down to brass tacks here. But what I've been saying lately is, um, look, if this isn't about my clitoris, I'm really just not interested. Okay? Yeah. Thanks. And that ends a conversation quite abruptly. I can walk away from the situation. No one, in fact, wants to talk about my clitoris. And, uh... I really feel it's win-win because it just severs all ties, you know, just cuts it clean off, really takes care of business there. So feel free to use that um, even if you don't have a clitoris because I think it's even more funny if you're a man who makes that statement, I've got to end this show. Uh, it's really just going on too long, too long, too long. Okay, so I've, I still have more segments. I'm hoarding them. I'm going to do another show when I'm not so fucking tired because my kid's not sleeping and I'm sick and he's got a, he, got, he had a cold and then he got a new cold in the middle of his old cold and now he's got a double cold and he's waking up all night and it makes me want to fucking put a gun in my mouth and it also makes me question why we're going to have another kid because I really like sleeping. It's really changed my life and him getting up three times a night for like four or five nights in a row. Holy fuck, why would we ever go back to that? I don't know. Love? Is that what it is? Is that what you're supposed to say? Love? Okay, well, that's about it. Uh, the email is changeofaddress69 at gmail.com. I'm Sandra D. Sanchez on Twitter and Facebook. You can leave an iTunes review if you want. If you want, I gotta tell you, Americans, still my favorite. You're still my favorite. Okay? And, um, well, Canadians, you can make it up to me. I know you really want to. I know you do. Right? No? Fuck off. Uh, what else is there that I always say? Oh, you can listen on Stitcher. Put us in your favorites on Stitcher. Send me an email. Friend me on Facebook. You can join the Change of Address Facebook page if you want. Feel free to comment. 